Got two niggas spoiling movies. Yeah. Brand new columns. That's me. And just in brown for your moving needs. Media popcorn. Woo! You haven't seen it? Well, we're gonna spoil it. Spoil it in your face. That's your warning. Uh. So if you get pissed, it's all your fault. Are you ready for some football and some criminal rehabilitation? This is Eddie Collins. Guys, this is Justin Brown. And we are Medium Popcorn, and we are reviewing Gridiron Gang just in time for the Super Bowl, baby. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Even though my, my Lions didn't get in, they came mighty, mighty close. But uh, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Dwayne The Rock Johnson in a, in a film that's supposed to be very inspirational, but is as formulaic as the day is long. No, wait, hey, whoa, 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 Brandon. What? There's nothing formulaic about this movie. It has exhibit in it. Well, yeah. I mean, first of all, exhibit. <laughs> and you know, he's great at improvising with your cars. <laughs> oh god! But exhibit has one emotion, and it's scowl. That's all he does. It's just until the end when he's making fun of kids. He's just like, ha ha ha, you dumbass bitch. And I was like, what is going on? This movie totally is all over the fucking place. And the Rock, the Rock. Okay, so they show footage of the real like uh, coaches at the end. Yeah, and yeah. how they motivate their. You know these kids, and I'm like, okay, that makes more sense because the way that the Rock is talking to these kids is like he's he's the Rock. He's reading them their rights and just shutting them down. And I'm just like Jesus Christ, bro. No, but you didn't play football in high school. I did not. I rode the crew. Yeah. <laughs> See, somebody, somebody uh, screaming at you with a megaphone to row is a little bit different than it. Well, a now when you crashing that boat into a bunch of people, because <laughs> that's because <laughs> those boats were bad expensive, bro. And I was fucking up, yo. I was like, they go, they go make me financially. They're they gonna put you on the big boat. <laughs> I am never gonna financially recover from this. That would have been my mama if I actually crashed that shit the way I was about to. So, I mean. There are some football coaches which are like the way the rock was in this movie towards the beginning. Like as he's trying to find his voice as a coach, slapping the shit out of the players with a magazine. I know. I mean, I mean, he works works in a juvenile detention center. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, they're lucky that's all he's doing to them. And I don't mean the weird stuff. I mean, but, but, but honestly, it's like, you know, you know, sometimes, you know, those kids, you know, catch hands. Oh, yeah. I mean, we open with we open with uh, kids fighting each other. Then the rock assaults the kid that instigated the fight. Then we cut to uh, with a rolled up newspaper like yeah. he's a dog who soiled the rug. <laughs> and then we cut to a midnight ass whooping at a drive by like and then we and not even a drive by. But and also a kid gets ran over by a car like yeah, we open rough. hot. And that's like the first 12 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like. Now, mind you, mind you, this is based off of a true story. Yes. Oh, so on like, top of that, that uh, another kid kills like his uh, abusive stepdad or whoever the hell that nigga was, mm-hmm. and that's how he gets in jail. 
Yeah, that was so crazy though. Halfway through the movie, was like, "You said there'd be no murderers on the team," and he's like, "I'm trying." To, he said, "I'm trying to teach them football so they don't murder again." <laughs> There's some crazy lines in this movie, dude. I know it's for a good. I know like the intent is there, the mission of this program was there, but that was a crazy ass line, dude. <laughs> I mean, but at the same time, yes, he's correct. Like, yes. like, like, like it, it's right. It's just like I'm trying to teach him football so they stop murdering each other. <laughs> and it was also like you got your way got you here, and you're here because you lost. You're losers. And I wrote that. God damn. Yeah. Well, I yeah, mean, but it, I mean, I mean, you, you, but like Brandon, like. He's not telling them anything wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it was just the way that The Rock did it. He just didn't have that smoothness that he has now as an older, wiser man. <laughs> but hold on, Brandon. You're also talking about a guy who's playing a football coach. And this is, uh, what, the, I think the 80s, correct? I thought it was the 90s. Well, no, the movie came out. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. This is, this is yeah, yeah. This is based off a documentary from 1993. Yeah. All right, so this is from the 90s. Mm-hmm. You know, well, well, I mean, the character he's playing is is from the 90s. So therefore, like you're talking about a football coach from the 90s, like in the crack era and all the stuff that was going on. And this is supposedly in Los Angeles. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. it's definitely in the West Coast. Yeah, but no, the, gang, it, it, the gangs and the cholos and everything like that. That's all West Coast shit. Yeah, well, I mean, it, well, it, it is Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, people were very rough around the edges around that time, especially football. Football was a was a wild sport. It's still a wild sport, but back then it was even wilder. I mean, for sure. And then also, like, Dwayne Johnson, the way he played Coach Sean Porter was just so – it was unhinged at times. Like, and, <laughs> you know, it was – for instance, there's that one kid that was smiling. Exhibits like he always smiling. The Rock says, "I wonder if he smiled when he stabbed the old lady for her purse." I was like, "God damn!" <laughs> well, I, I mean, but that's the thing is, just like it was you like, "All right, they're lo- kids, but let, let's not let our guard down too much because these are some yeah. some rough and tumble kids." It's tough. It's, it's like, hey, let's not get too comfortable. That kid stabbed old lady. Yeah, I mean it's not funny, but it is kind of funny, bro. But then at the end, with the voiceover, it's like, yeah, this kid, you know, and they show him smiling. He's like, he got shot in Compton. I was like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, he got killed in the drive-by. Yeah, and I was just like, Lord. But let's 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 wind the bet to the beginning, everybody. This came Mm -hmm. back came Mm -hmm. out in two thousand six, so that means we're we're seeing the Rock with hair again, which is so bizarre um, because he's losing it. There's a certain lineup that he's doing where you could tell he's losing the hair, but he's keeping as long as he can. We got a young Journey Smollett in here who I wrote down. Journey is low-key an underrated baddie. Oh, no, 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 no. She's not underrated. She's a baddie. I See, I think she, when she did the Tyler Perry movie, I think for me the attractive thing fell off a little bit because she was so strung out. And she was like really, really skinny in that movie. For some, like because of the drug use and everything, she just looked crazy. And you know Tyler Perry, he don't he don't do black women well with makeup and lighting and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he don't. So she she was looking crazy. But in this, I was like, oh yeah, she was a, she was a baddie. Um, but yeah, this movie, the first fifteen minutes are so fucking wild. You're like heroin, heroin. <laughs> Jesus Christ, they ran this they ran this kid over and threw a fence. Yeah, that yeah, was some Halloween right. end shit. <laughs> I was like, God damn. 
Which, by the way, I mean, only that good car, movie, only good scene that, in that movie, which is when he killed the bullies. That Corey kid killed those bullies. The fucking yeah. band camp bullies for some reason. <laughs> it was such a weird. Anyway, I'm going to tangent. But you know, it's funny though, because like the kids that were in that car, they very much Michael Myers because they oh, they yeah. killed that one kid in the drive by. Yeah. They said, "Nah, we ain't done. Turn they around, chased, get him, <laughs> chase that kid." I mean. That's the kind of chase that even if I survive, I'd be traumatized from that. Like they were, they were like going over like sidewalks and hitting other cars and shit. They wanted to kill those kids. Yeah, they're like, "We gonna kill you!" And then you got Amari Harwood coming out, hardcore gangster dude. I mean, he's so hardcore, y'all. <laughs> he he stuck onto a he stuck onto a football game and shot one of the players. <laughs> like it was like Jesus Christ, this movie's yeah, too bro. much. <laughs> bro, uh, I there was a. When I was in high school, there was a shooting at one of our high school games. Not really? at, not a, not a game that we were at. Well, I mean, God one damn. of the games in our conference, uh, somebody got mm. shot at one of the uh, one of the games. Like like you know like all like this is the stuff that happens. Yeah, I mean like not necessarily in my neighborhood, but there's you know a lot of these adjoining neighborhoods is like things like this is like real life. That's, like this is close, you know, and and for yeah. like inner city, you know, you know with what. Yeah, bro. It's like, know, like, like, it's real though. I know this movie. This movie was triggering as fuck because, like, you know, my god kids and stuff like that, and the the situation that they're being raised in. It's heavy. It's heavy watching. It's because you see why kids that are lost they get involved with gangs, and then that becomes their family. Yeah, that for protection, exactly yeah, for protection. But then it gets like it gets so out of hand. You know, it, it remind me that it actually watching this movie, especially like taking place in L.A actually made me respect that monologue that John Witherspoon gives on Friday even more. Where he's like, everyone does the gun We used thing. to fight with, with these. But the, bro, yeah. I know it's like he's a comedic actor, but that's a yeah. real, because it's so easy, like, I mean, it's not easy to pull a trigger and shit, but that's such a no, bitch, I mean, no, it actually such a bitch-ass way to like take, like, you know, resolve an issue. No, no, but I mean, but but that's the thing, like, it is an easy you know, it is very easy to pull a trigger. Anybody these, can pull a trigger. Everybody had a gun in this movie, apparently, because when that kid got ran over, his mom is mourning. They got police and ambulances everywhere. Omar just comes up to him like, I got a burner for you. And hands him a gun in front of all the... I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. I mean, but, you know, again, Brandon, this is the crack era in yes. the 1990s. Yeah. Like, yeah, the 80s are obviously... Uh, were really bad, but like this is still nineties. You know, mm. crack was still was, was still out there. It wasn't whack. It wasn't whack. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, you like, had that yeah. one kid that you know, you had the the kid who was a quarterback. You know, it was like <laughs> Rock's his name was like, yeah, you made like six times my salary selling crack. He's so, just like, yeah, oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. yeah that was wild. <laughs> He's like, so you good at math, right? He's like, yeah, yeah. I can put some numbers together. He's like, I need you to help this one kid with the math. He's like, he's like, I don't know about that. It's like, well, here's the math. You don't help him, they gonna be on your ass. Yeah. He's just like, got you. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, that's why I mean about this formulaic. It felt very much like a lot of the similar beats we've seen. It just happened to be like ultra, like violent in times, or like yeah. you know, vulgar. Like it was weird. Like, cause what was this movie rated? Cause I'm there's enough f bombs and shit like that where I'm like, was this rated R? When it came out, actually, I don't know. UV in the chat says PG thirteen. That's interesting because they had more than one f bomb, and I thought that you could only do one f bomb to get a you know PG thirteen rating. But this is also the mid two thousands. So yeah, but you remember the wild. you know 
You know, they ain't no titties. They ain't no titties. They ain't no like, you know, gore. And, you know, yeah. it's like the, there's violence in this, but not gratuitous violence. Well, it's violence. also black on black violence. So they're like, oh, well, you know, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. NPA oh, is like, it's okay. Oh, it's a message for the blacks. Oh, yeah. That's how this is the only way they'll learn. I mean, The Rock does say football can teach many, uh, many skills <laughs> when he's yeah. pitching to the white men. Listen, there's lessons in football. <laughs> also, um, I want to shout out Kevin Dunn, who was in this. He played like a Ted Dexter. He was one of like the supervisors of the facility. Because mm. um, in this, this reminded me of him in Beep. I don't know if you ever watched Beep, but he's a great comedic actor. He had some great fucking one-liners on that mm. show, um, which then became less funny because it became reality. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, this movie was just kind of like all over the place a little bit. And it felt it felt the two and a half like I mean, it wasn't two and a half hours, but two hours and like ten minutes. It felt what, it at times. Was this that long? Yeah, oh, yeah hundred twenty six minutes, bro. And it, it goes deep into the credits because it shows you the real footage, and so you're like, yeah, you're like, oh, I want to watch this to compare and stuff like that. Um, it was weird though. There was like random like uh, actors that you're like, oh yeah, I recognize you, like the the kid from Me Myself and Irene and uh, Old School, the little fat dude that was going to be mm-hmm. um, Big Albert, Fat Albert. Yeah. Before Keaton yes. Thompson took it over, which I think they should have kept with their original casting. I don't know what happened, but um, yeah, well, you know, you know uh, Bill Cosby had to tell Keenan, you know, how much this was going to make his career. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> um, exhibit talking about didn't Jesus say was such a crazy like that was yes. so nuts. <laughs> he's like, he's like, now I'm not, you know, I, I'm just paraphrasing. I ain't quoting, but didn't G- Jesus say in Luke chapter four, <laughs> verse five? That I was like, oh god, yeah. let's not. Like, he I didn't be know you judge and be judged. He's like, that's the book of Luke. He's like, that's right. And you know what? X to the Z. <laughs> <laughs> and then he put an apple box out, and then the then the crackles coming from Mount the Caucasus. <laughs> yeah, and like, it's safe yeah. where I'm from. <laughs> He's like, I didn't know you were religious. I'm not, but you know we need all the help we could get. I'm just like, nah, fool. You just quoted the Bible word Yo, for word. <laughs> I fucked around trying to listen to an exhibit album on my way to to work, like at seven mm-hmm. in the morning. That was a bad idea. That nigga's way too aggressive. He's like a he's like DMX light. <laughs> he just <laughs> he's so angry, but he's like also smiling too and shit. Now Yo, listen to DMX and there will be X at like eight in the morning is wild, dude. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> that's a oh, crazy yeah. morning you're having. <laughs> no, there's there's a song on um I forgot which exhibit album it, it's uh time is steady wasting man that song that, that used to hit me it, I think it's uh, Nate Dogg is singing the hook mm. time steady wasting yeah. steady wasting oh yeah, yeah I know that song yeah. that's a great song. Yeah, man. I mean, exhibit with aftermath like artists and stuff. He he had like he had some good features on like uh, I think he had one or two on two thousand one. Um, on his albums, they weren't terrible. It's just like he never really could carry a full album. But his features would be pretty solid, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I, you know what? I, I can't remember like any real features that I'm just like that jumping out to me that exhibit was in. Uh, he did a Limp Biscuit song, "Get Your Groove On." That was he had a pretty good verse on that. Um, What's the difference? I think on two thousand one, he's on that. When he's on a Dre beat, he can he can do pretty well. I mean, who can't do well on a Dre beat? At True, that time? I feel like I could even rap on a Dre beat. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, 
I did laugh really hard. Like it was, I, it was like funny, but also like just went on too long when the, the kid didn't have the cup and he's like, I broke my biscuits, man. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. Oh, my biscuits. Oh, my biscuits. And then all the kids, all the other players were like, I gotta go get a cup. Like yeah, no one was playing I got with a cup. <laughs> yeah. Cups are for pussies. <laughs> and Exhibit took so much. So, yeah, he was, he was so much joy. He's like, ha, ha, ha. Cups are for pussies, huh? <laughs> you, know, you know, at times, Exhibit's character reminded me of Bernie Mac from that Pride movie with Terrence Howard. It was just like, this is a little bit too over the top. It's like the side guy. Wait, from which? which, what, which the movie, movie about the black swimmers? Yubi, we oh, got no. put on the list, Pride, okay. with Terrence Howard. That movie is nuts. Um, it's an important story, but it's nuts. Uh, Fair. But yeah, like I, I wrote down, too, I was like, man, cups are uncomfortable, though, so I get it. Especially yeah, like, for that facility, you know they didn't have the good ones, too. They had, like, the hard oh, no, shit. No, 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 no. They, they, they spent good money, you know, on, on what they needed and what needed to get. It's just... You know, they they just didn't wear them because they were just like, I don't need no, I don't need no cup. Who's gonna hit me in my yeah. balls? We well, had that one. Uh, had the one nigga who thought he was Jason Derulo. It was like, oh, you know, my dick is so big, I can't fit in this cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that's when the Rock was like, "You do math, right?" <laughs> like, it was such a weird segue. I thought, yeah, like, that was weird. That was segue. Even though I did have a banana cup, you know, the banana cup is the one. That kind of, that was like it's a little bit right. longer yeah. and dip down. You know, it, it covers your berries. It covers mm-hmm. your berries very yeah. well. Yeah, I wanted extra coverage for my berries. How many times gonna say berries? <laughs> <laughs> Not just your twig, baby, but your berries too. I never. Um, yeah, when I did sports, I never, fortunately, got hit in the nuts. But I definitely saw kids that got fucked up, mm-hmm. real bad. Man. I got purposely need in the nuts. Ugh. In a fight, this kid need me directly in the nuts, and, th- and you know the thing is, when you get hit in the nuts, it doesn't hit you right away. Yeah, and because yeah. you're, like, you're, you're in the heat of battle, and all of a sudden, like I get the kid in the nuts, I'm just like, I was like, oh my, oh god. Yeah, I mean, like sports wise, I've never been hit in the nuts, but like you know, I talked about my guy kids. So my my godson Isaiah, when he was really young, he would sleep in the bed with me and Tati, right? Mm. And, <laughs> dude, I mean, it's a kid, so I'm sure you've had this with your sons. You're just like in the middle of the night, and a kid swings over, and he just he fucking his heel just popped down on my nuts. Yeah, like yes. a fucking sledgehammer. I was, <laughs> I was screamed <laughs> to high heaven, bro. Brandon, I get kicked in the nuts so many times with my kids, I'm immune to it. <laughs> you kick me in the nuts, it's like ha! Ah, I've been kicked in the nuts <laughs> by a toddler at four in the morning. You think that's gonna hurt me? <laughs> just like in general, or like lie. because they're sleeping with you and stuff. No, because yeah, because they're sleeping with us, and yeah, they, yeah. Just, they just come and knock me in the nuts in yeah, the middle dude. of the night. We wake up. Yeah, man, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to that. Yep, not fun. Not fun. <laughs> you just say wake up. Be like, Whoa. <laughs> I can feel it in my throat. <laughs> Brandon, are you okay? Just crying in my sleep. <laughs> just crying in my sleep. Yeah. Um. I, I, I know that, like, people who work at these juvenile centers and even in prisons and stuff, they have to read the letters that go out and shit. Yeah. But, yo, The Rock just sitting there reading those sad-ass letters like, baby, please, ride me back. And is he legally allowed to bring that shit up, though, when people visit? What do you mean? Like, when he brought up the fact that Journey hadn't uh, responded to her boyfriend's letters in front of her dad, I'm like, is that legal for you to be able you, to bring you, that up? N- no, I no, mean right? you don't. You you don't. Ha- I mean, you lose a lot of your rights when you go to prison. 
okay. know, rights to privacy and things like that yeah. because they got to make sure that you're not writing something like, hey, bring in the drugs, you know, you know, around here. Well, they wrap know, that or, shit up real quick. I mean, you can't. yeah, <laughs> kill this person for me. They can't. So they do. They have full rights to go through your stuff. But at the same time, he was going there trying to help him. Yeah. And I was yeah. just like, I don't know if this is like, you know, I don't know if this is a kind of violation of privacy, but you're right. Like, you know, at this point, especially that kid, he killed somebody. So, yeah, I mean, well, but, he you know, had attempted at murder. He had attempted murder and he actually murdered somebody. Because remember, he almost shot the dude who was the cousin of uh, yeah, the guy who yeah, killed his friend. Uh, yeah. So this, this is the thing. So Paula was watching this with me and she goes, uh, she goes, why is like, why is he even going to jail? And it's like, well, Paula is like, you know, it's like because he, he, he they could claim that it was self-defense because, you know, tech, the, the guy was beating his mother and beating them up. I'm like, yes. I said, but he has an illegal gun. And mm-hmm. then you don't know what's on that gun. Oh, you know, yeah, what other bodies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What other crimes are on that gun? So they could they could send him down for anything. And I'm pretty sure he wouldn't snitch on who sent who gave him the gun uh, to use. So she's just like. She's like, she's like, I don't know. I would just claim that the gun was his. No, the guy, the, the guy who got killed. Who was the character and, on the wire that took all the bodies for Avon? You know who I'm talking about, right? Because he was already going down for murder. He's like, they're like, oh, did you do this murder? He's like, yeah, I did that one too. Because like his kid was going to be like taken care yeah, yeah. of by yeah. Avon. Fuck, that was such a funny scene. He's like, yeah, I did that too. Who was he got? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I, I mean, that, too. Like, <laughs> that was crazy. Oh. I mean, and that's so, so Paul's like, you know, I'll uh, like I, you know, we would if if that were me and, you know, and, you know, I, I was I was with somebody who was who was beating me up and, you know, it was a low life piece of shit beating me up. And then my son shot him. I would just lie and said that, you know, the gun was his and, mm. you know, and everything. And he's defending me. I was like. Yeah, Paul, because that's you're a good mom. <laughs> like, yeah. like a lot of these people in these situations, you know. Well, and also, you know, he was probably the, the he was probably the money maker, right? He was probably the one that kept them financially. And so the mom's not thinking like the safety of my kids. She's thinking, how am I going to make it through next month? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, but I mean, she's also being you know she's a battered oh, woman. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's so there's many so things, many things. Going on. That, and that's the thing that's so hard about the work that like people who run facilities like this do. Um, that do it the right way and for the right reasons and trying to get back because it's man, you're going to get so many things. You're going to get environment. Yeah. You're going to get family. You're going to get people that are being raised or not being raised by folks that weren't raised themselves. Right. Like, yeah. you know, let's be honest. The reason why all of us are here is just because our parents fought. They may not even been together. Mm-hmm. They just fought. It could have been one night and then life happens. Right. Yep. And so you bang, have, go, boom. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, you have that, you have obviously like systematic racism, you have poverty, you have drug use, because I don't know, man, I've never wanted to try crack, but crack must be good as fuck for the things that people have done for crack. You know what I mean? Like, think about how good, <laughs> Jake, Justin. <laughs> Justin. No, 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 go here, Justin, go, go with me here. <laughs> you and I have had some, we've had some pretty good weed at times. Mm-hmm. Think about like, I because I've heard like, I mean, I don't, I don't know any personal crackheads, but what I've seen documentaries, people describe crack and heroin as like, think about the biggest orgasm you've ever had times 10. But I'm not willing to risk my long-term <laughs> health to feel that. You know what I mean? Like For a nut though, Brandon, for a good nut. 
for the best nut in all four times ten nut. Well, that's the thing, though. Brandon, are we selling crack use to to our audience? (laughs) Well, for me, what always guys get yourself some crack. (laughs) No, no, that's a joke, guys. Don't start doing crack because Medium Popcorn said so. Do crack because Brandon Collins said so. (laughs) No, I did not. No, I did not. Um. The reason why I brought up the documentaries, though, is because the documentaries I've seen have also done a good job of um, reiterating, though, those addicts that said that, that described their drug use that way, also said that they spent the rest of their time chasing that first high. So you never beat the first high. And so for me, I was like, oh, okay, then I would never go for that. Then if you're not going to ever feel that consistently, then fuck that. Yeah. Um, you said reminds like, me listen, of the scene of Bob Sagan half baked. Yeah, yeah. You you don't suck dick for uh, for weed. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. not surprised by how many people still get bad weed these days. It's especially in New York. I'm like, bro, it's it's legal now. It's uh, there's some good stuff out there. Well, yeah. Well, listen, the the way things are going now with the with the with the lackadaisical use of fentanyl on everything, oh, you yeah. might as well, you're better off just going to a dispensary or something like that. Oh yeah. That's don't why take, I, yeah. don't risk the streets. Don't risk the streets. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. I just go to the dispensary. I just get the edibles. That's why I get edibles too. I don't, I don't trust smoking yeah. stuff. That's not, if I don't see it from start to finish, like I don't want to have any part of it mm-hmm. because niggas mm-hmm. are apparently just sneaking that stuff into anything. Yeah. This is like, well, if I give them this extra high, they're gonna come back to me. It's just like, up oh, green too much. Bye bye. Yep. If they get, if, yeah, exactly. Because apparently, it doesn't take that much to overdose on fentanyl. Not at all. Not at all. It's nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Also, uh, so grin on gang. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say <laughs> I, I wrote down gang culture is wild. Um, I don't know what I was trying to accomplish by that. Um, oh, I did write down family day must suck for these kids. Yo, that white boy, he he was so sad. He was like, hey, man, you want to be a receiver for me now? He's like, so I catch the ball? <laughs> it was like, yeah. It was a, like, a white receiver, sir? <laughs> Last one of me is going to be Jason Seahorn, and then it'll be a long time before the Patriots bring white receivers back. Even though I got to say it was great casting on whoever they casted for his mom because she really looked like she was a dirtbag. <laughs> she really she really looked like like you know she would put him um she would put him in the room and sit him down in front of a Nintendo and she'd be sucking dick in the other room for fucking coupons, oh, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely had some Stouffer's dinners for, you know, the TV tables and shit. Dinner. Dinner. <laughs> <laughs> You know the stofas, the, the yeah, microwave dinner. Dinners. Yo, she he's lucky if he got a pop tart to ration throughout the day. Come on now, she looked like she looked. She didn't look like a full on crackhead, but she looked crack adjacent. Yeah, I mean, but no, but I'm, but in all actuality, it was pretty good casting because even when she came to the game and she's like, he's like, Danny, Danny. I'm just like, I've seen that mom before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and. I, like more like you no know, the white trash mom. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen those yeah. too. I've seen all the yeah. trash moms. Mm-hmm. Every race got trashy people. No, hundred percent. Yeah, but yeah. like, I, I, in, I feel like the white trash mom is is very, um, is very specific. 
Very specific. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, white trash they, mom. They, they smell they, of marble reds. <laughs> they smell and of marble reds. Cheap, and cheap liquor. And if there's a black uh, is there, there's a black male around, they definitely flirting or trying to Oh, fuck. yeah, 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 yeah. They're trying to get the. They're trying to get that other fix as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, they're they're way too, they're way too thin. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. Ooh. Okay, uh, where are we at now? I don't know, man. This movie because the movie it's weird because the movie is so long, but at the end of the day, not I don't want to say not much happens, but it's a lot of like redundant stuff. It's like kids struggle. The Rock tries to push through his his frustration. Kids struggle. The Rock pushes through his frustration, tries to give an inspirational speech. Doesn't right, really hit. I mean, at the end, when they're like in the halftime, and the exhibit's like, we got to go get them ready. He's like, they're ready. They're ready. And I was like, are they, dig? Like, you didn't do anything. <laughs> well, but that's what he's saying. It's just like, he's like, they're at the point where they're, you know, yeah, they're, they're, that they're, was so they be, Hollywood. Become a team. That was so Hollywood. If I with the kids, like, you know what, guys? We can do this because we came together. It doesn't matter what gang we're affiliated with, what race we are. We can do this together. We can win this game. That means nothing statistically. (laughs) I mean, some of them did go on to have careers. um, But unfortunately, this program actually was shut down. After, uh, despite 20 years of success, according to UV's research, uh, Camp Kilpatrick, the stellar uh, football program featuring the film, was sidelined in 2014, pending the outcome of a study on the long-term benefits thereof, despite helping to send multiple former Mustang players to college. Yeah, I mean, money talks, baby. In 2014, two years later, you know they definitely didn't bring that shit back. Yeah. Mm-mm. Um. Also, apparently, the real coaches are in the scene where uh, they're pitching the athletic board. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, the, cool. the real coaches were there. Um, during a practice scene, Dwayne Johnson can be seen paying tribute to his college career by wearing the number 94, the same number he wore during his time with the Miami Hurricanes. Yeah, he was um, uh, Warren Sapp's backup. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they he touched on the- that on the show, I think. Young Rock, I think they touched on that. Yeah, he uh, played in the Canadian Football League, and then you know he said "fuck this" and he went into wrestling, went to the family business. Yeah, he's he's had an interesting career, man. Yeah, well, I mean, but you know what? It, it's also the fact is, and, you know, not, I'm not saying it was easy for him, uh, but like you know, his dad, you know, was you know uh, a pretty well respected wrestler. You know, he comes yeah, from a wrestling family. He struggled. Rocky, he struggled, man. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, they, you know, you part they, of the Soul Patrol with uh, you, Teddy did, Atlas, that Teddy Atlas, yeah. um, uh, Tony Atlas. Did you ever watch Young Rock? No. The actor that they got to play his dad is really good. There's um, there's yeah. a really like heartbreaking scene where I think he gets passed over for some match, and just like the you know how hard he's working, how just and the they have to they turn to his kid and like it's that disappointment is just man, that's a rough. That's a rough industry. Listen, man, I, I think we all hope that you can be, you know, by the time you have kids, you ha- you know, you have all your shit together and you're where you want to be. And, you know, you're just like, oh, my my kid can be proud of it was like, but that that's not that's not it for everybody. Yeah. People, you know, you have kids and you're still and you're still chasing a dream or chasing something, whatever. And you're, and you're struggling. But, you know, that's yeah, that's that's tough, man. That's like that's real shit. 
Dollar and a dream, y'all. And that's why you should sign up for Patreon at patreon.com slash medium popcorn. Because mm-hmm. we need the dollars to fund these dreams. Yes, sir. We're going to yes, Texas, sir. South by Southwest. We need your money. $2, $5, $10, $15 tears. Everything helps. Everything's out there. You just want to just donate. You could donate, too. Then you mm-hmm. could do that. Yeah, go Come to our on, website, mediumpopcorn.com. The donate button's on the top right. I ain't lying. Hit that donate button. Mm-hmm. Donate to us. Uh, at the end, when we, we talked about the white receiver, dude, The Rock tells him when he's about to put him in for the last play on some Mighty Duck shit, and the white dude's like, what do I do? He's like, catch the ball. And I wrote down, if that if we were that easy, everyone would be a pro football player. What are we doing? Well, no, I mean, because the kid dropped <laughs> multiple <laughs> passes. You know, he'd be dropping this shit. I mean, you know, but part of uh, football is just having the confidence you know, to get out there and, and just like, I mean, it can be scary to do. It no, be no, scary. especially if you scary. hit hard the wrong way. If you get hard, hit hard in general, that shit can rattle you. I mean, look at the kid uh, junior, you know, you, you know, slip disc, mm. you know, just in uh, practice to taking yeah. a hit. It's oh like, yeah. Yeah. The kid junior who like worked his ass off to get on a team. He's like, can I be on a team? The rock's like, no, <laughs> immediately. Well, like, well, uh, you know, so I don't, I don't think that you met uh, this guy uh, 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 around the time we started hanging out. This dude Taylor, who, um, who, you know, I, I'm friends with. He was, uh, un- he was, uh, went undrafted into the NFL. He was on the Colts, so he was taking, you know, catching passes from Peyton Manning, and came over the middle. And this is in training camp. Caught a pass, shattered his collarbone. That was done. His NFL career was over. You know what I'm saying? All that work and it, and it's done right there. Yeah. There's like one hit and that's and and that and that could be completely it that's for you. A wrap. Yeah. And and that's what like twenty no, no I mean uh, however many years of work that you've put into you know this thing to get to this one place and you've just got to taste that dream and it gets snatched away from you you know in a second. Like yeah. that's like that's how fucked up you know the you know the game of football is and life. You know, so, bro, like, like it's, I, it's so rough. It's so rough. I used to tell myself I take life one quarter of a time. I, just, I, <laughs> I did write down if the rock were a white man, I would not have liked the way he was saying boy. Come here, boy. <laughs> I was like, I did not like that. That reminded me very, uh, it was very Huck Finn in the 90s. <laughs> I didn't like it. Oh, nigga, Jim. <laughs> God damn it, Justin. Stop saying the whole thing. I said, hey. Oh, thank God. <laughs> what <is> wrong? <laughs> I can never tell. You got the big lips. I can't tell what you're saying at the time. You're sitting here reading my lips. Use your ears, fool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know, man. Football is a hell of a. Hell of a sport. Like I used to be told um, I should have. I should have played football just to tackle niggas. Because I. Uh, me and my friends, we used to practice play practice football, and apparently mm. I could tackle real hard. I think that's the way I got my anger out, which <laughs> was just by tackling niggas real hard. I remember this kid Tyrone. This nigga's from Detroit. I tackled him one time. He was like, "What the fuck? You like I got hit by a car?" It was like you know, I'm not, yeah, because you know I'm not the biggest person, so I think it's also surprising that I could hit that hard. But then I was like, "Well, you have a low center of gravity. Mm. You'd be able to get under him and and uh, you know." Yeah, I guess even, yeah, because I was I was going with my, my my legs, pushing with my legs, so that's where a lot of my force came from. But 
I don't know. It just wasn't for me. Did you, you play football for a little bit, right? Yeah, I played football. I just, uh, I don't know. My grandfather used to play football because he's, you know, he's a big dude. He's a big guy. Um, but apparently, he was like a, like they did like you know little like uh, community teams and shit like that. But my mm-hmm. dad, yo, she used to, my dad was so evil. She she would be like tell these stories, and if it caused if it resulted in someone else in pain, she would just giggle and stuff. She talked about how my papa and his community football team. I guess they played the local prison team. Oh boy, like the they played era. the gridiron game. Yo, they got. She said they got fucked up. Of course. She's like, they were bleeding. They were bruised. Some had broken limbs. She's like, they they went to town on those boys. She just started cackling. And I was like, what? That was crazy. Listen, man, from a different era. From a different era. It would have been wild. She's like, that's And after that, your papa started drinking. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I, you know, uh, playing football, um, yeah. I I went to defense. I was just like, yeah, I think I'm better off, like, you know, just hitting people. Yeah. But I also realized that, like, I didn't, I wasn't motivated and cared enough. You know what I'm saying? If I was pissed off at something, oh, then I'd hit people. Yeah. And, you know, like, football would have been an avenue for me to take out my anger, you know, on whatever's going on in my life where on, on people. But like, also, that's not a good place to be. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So you know, but even so, like you know, when I was doing MMA, like at some point, it was kind of like, I don't know, <laughs> like, do I really need to be doing this? Yeah. Because it, it it puts you it puts your mind in a in a certain place, which which wasn't it, it wasn't it wasn't conducive uh, for me. I mean, it also wears down your body incredibly quick. That's the thing about athletes that you don't learn about, like. And I don't think a lot of people consider it as a fan. Like, you know, like you yeah. fans are always like ultra critical because you're not the ones playing the sport and shit. But it's like, not only do I have to like, if I'm a professional athlete, not only do I have to play it to the best of my ability, but I also know that my clock is running out quickly. Yeah. And that's why you got to cash out. You and if I'm not an all-star player, if I'm not a big fucking name, I got to get the most out of this shit as I can. And if I get any kind of injury or like, if I make a wrong turn, if I make a wrong decision, that could be my ass. That could be the end Brandon, of my career. Brandon, like, that's why, um, you know, I, I had a tryout for the ultimate fighter and like, you know, I dislocated my elbow. Didn't get a chance to go. I didn't have no fucking insurance. It was like two days before I was supposed to leave. And then I was just thinking about it. I'm just like, I have a fucking college degree. Why the fuck am I fighting in a fucking cage for what? Pennies to the dollar. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Why not go on stage and do nothing and tell jokes for nothing? But, you know, it, it, it didn't make sense, you know, what I was putting my body oh, yeah. through, yeah, for you sure. know, uh, for that. You know, it's and that's the thing is like there are, so, there are certain sports, you know, which lend themselves uh, to people who don't have many other options. You know what I'm saying? And and and, not, and and that's not a diss on you know people who you know who are fighters or, or or play you know certain kinds of you know rough sports. It's just those people excel easier at those sports because they're playing. They 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 are they they're under a completely different motivation. Life is motivating them that like this may be their last opportunity, and they are going to cash out. They're all they're going they're, they're going to go all the way in. Like you can't be half one foot in if if 
you know, you're playing football or if you're stepping into a fucking cage, you know, to kick somebody in the face or somebody trying to kick you in the face. Yeah. You know, you know, it, it's just it's, it's just a, if it's a different uh, mindset, you know, which and that's why I love it. And that's why I love people who are able to who are able to do that shit. And you got to respect them. And when people don't want to pay them, that's why I get pissed off for them. I'm like, that guy deserves all the fucking money. Exactly. I'm sorry, I don't get off my soapbox. No, box. I get, I get it, man. Athletes are. There needs to be more mutual respect all around in in society for whatever you choose to do with your life, as long as it's not. Yeah, it's just it's just wild, man. It's it's weird how like critical people can be, and they don't <laughs> you know understand, what? you know, the fucking sacrifice and pain and turmoil you go through to, to get that shit done. Well, you know what? And just like you said, mutual respect, because we live in a country where people, the first, when, when you, when they meet somebody, like, Oh, what do you do? I'm a teacher. Oh yeah. You got summers off. How, how easy must it be? But you're dealing with your crazy fucking disrespectful ass kids all day you know and to take it back to gridiron gang you work at a juvenile detention center you work at a a, a prison and people just think it's like oh you have this nice cushy government job it's just like yeah but i'm dealing with people who are not do who are not well and they're in the worst possible place that nobody wants to end up in life and (laughs) i'm dealing with all the blowback from it and it's imminent danger in my life it's like that's why you need to respect people. It's like, bro, I live every day like it's blood in, blood out. <laughs> like, this ain't fun. <laughs> I don't have Aetna insurance. They gave me the fucking government shit. It ain't good. I'm I'm clocking out, and all I hear is, give me that chocho. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, fucking, my fucking copay is $2,000. <laughs> all right. Yeah, man. They're like, it's it, it, it fucked up. It's fucked yeah. up. Uh, we did get two more um, pieces of trivia from our producer, Yuvia. The first of which is, with this film, Sony became the first studio to release 10 films that opened a number one at the box office in a single year. The previous record was nine, set by also set by Sony in 2003, with the release of Something's Gotta Give. Um, and then Nicolas Cage, Bruce Willis, Sylvester Stallone all expressed interest in playing Sean Porter before the role went to Dwayne Johnson, which means that they had a small budget. Uh, <laughs> Because, yeah, they had a bunch of 30 million at this time. But imagine either one of those three niggas playing this role. <laughs> Nicolas Cage would have been insane. Talking to a bunch of black kids from the, from gangs and shit. Hey, don't you want to turn your life around? That sounds like Gary Busey. <laughs> yeah, I know it does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> that was weird. That was really weird. <laughs> Gary Busey could have done this. That would have been fucking nuts. Wow. Wow, you're such a great runner. <laughs> so Vesta Stallone would have been weird because the kids would have been like, nigga, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> hey, you know, I got I fought a black guy once. <laughs> you talking about Rocky? Hey yo, Willie. Hey yo, Willie, come here. I just want to talk to you. I think you could be a great football player, you know? What do you I mean? What do you want to do with your life? You know, you got this dead. I'm dead. You know, we're all dead. We're gonna die one day in our life. I don't want you to die like your cousin died on the streets. So I want you to be on the football team, all right? <laughs> that when, would be the model. Yeah, when that kid got shot in the field, like if Nicholas Cage was in this role, he would have been like, "No, no, <laughs> black boy." <laughs> 
you know, I just imagine it's like imagine Sylvester Stallone sitting in that room with like the board, <laughs> sitting around with the board is like, hey, yeah, hey, I know the kid got shot on the field, but at the same time, look, Willie Weathers, Willie Weathers, they into a completely different sets. And he went out there and he saved that kid. He saved that kid from being shot and killed in the streets. And the streets didn't do that to him. He got taught that by football, you know? So I think, you know, you got to get these kids a chance and give it, you know, get this program back up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, that would be the worst. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my God. Oh. Well, folks, uh, that's our uh, mini review on Gridiron Gang. <laughs> uh, just in time for the Super Bowl. Just in time mm-hmm. for Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, if folks are like, what the hell, guys? It's Black History Month. Why are you doing a football movie? Dwayne The Rod Johnson's half black. Don't forget. Mm-hmm. And, and it's exhibits startup, in this. And it's a majority black cast. Yes, Don't indeed. Mm-hmm. About system, systemic issues that are not resolved with this movie. Nope, nope, nope. It's, that are still fact, going on. Yep. In day. fact, they're even worse, probably. <laughs> so, uh, Brandon, let's, let, let's do this. Let's rate this film. Yeah, break down the rating uh, system, baby. Stop calling me baby. So, guys, you know how we do this. We rate movies bags of popcorn, small, medium, large, and the XL for the exceptional. If a movie doesn't deserve any popcorn, we throw it into the dog shit pile. We pile piles and piles of dog shit on top of it. Brandon, we sat down and watched the 2006 film Grange, starring Dwayne the Rock Giants, uh, Johnson. Uh, exhibit. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Giants. <laughs> yeah, Giants. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Exhibit, Kevin Dunn, and Leon Rippey. What say you? And Journey Smollett. Oh yes, and Journey. Oh Journey. Yeah, Journey, Journey. Um, let's get some medium. It's actually higher than I thought it was going to be. Um, but yeah, it it wasn't terrible. It's it's very like by the beat. Like I know what's going to happen. Very predictable, and it does get redundant at times. I think if they cut maybe twenty five minutes, it could have been a really good sports movie. Um, hmm. But it's it's fine. It, like it, you know, it was an easy way to pass the time, except for the harrowing f- first fifteen minutes. We were just like, Jesus Christ! But it, but it's necessary. It is. I but I kind of wish it had kept that intensity. I think at times mm. it got a little bit too light hearted, and it got a little bit too formulaic, like generic sports inspiring story versus keeping that that intensity. Like I think, um, what was the movie with Ben Affleck? The Way Back. I think that's a good example of a movie that is formulaic to a degree, but keeps mm. like that same like intense like down, you know, underdog like man, these people are going through it story. Whereas this is like ebbs and flows of like inspiration, then like setbacks, inspiration, then setbacks, and then you got Exhibit just smiling the whole time, which is <laughs> like his presence <laughs> somehow just made me smile because he's so fucking random. It kind of worked for me. Yeah, it, it kind of worked. Um, Man, these kids, these kids are living a terrible life. I think I need to pimp one of their rides. <laughs> hey, don't knock him, man. He, he made it happen. He made it work. No, no, listen, listen. He he made his money. That's that's what really matters. I'm just glad he stopped. <laughs> I'm just glad he stopped acting. That's all. Good, Good. Justin. What's your rating? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it a medium as well. Um, uh, I I do like. Like you said, it is a longer movie, but at the same time, it didn't feel that long, which is actually a pretty good uh, thing. Uh, but like you said, I would I would cut off some time to make it a little tighter um, and uh, would, you know, it, I, I think it would add a little. Um, it, 
I mean, there were times where the, where the film felt some things dragged out a little bit, not too much. It, you know, it just felt like we, they, it was almost like they were extending for time. But if they cut a little bit more, made it a little bit tighter, it would kept up, like you were saying, some of that intensity and uh, kind of, you know, just gave us an overall tighter film. Um, but like I, I think that, you know, for a young rock, no uh, pun intended, um uh, he did a really good job with this. Yeah. Uh, and I think that the child, the kid actors uh, the, or the teenagers or at, especially in this time, yeah, the young men. They, yeah, I don't know <laughs> if they were teenagers, bro. Yeah. The the young men. Uh, I, I think that they actually did a, a, a pretty decent job, you know, uh, with these characters as well. So all in all, I would say it's a pretty solid film, you know, uh, for, you know, what, you know, because I think the expectation for this was really low. Yes. And I then. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But cause I remember even watching it, you know, when I watched it as a kid, I was just like, oh, this is actually, you know, pretty decent. Yeah. But I, and I think it actually aged pretty well as well. That may, Yeah, I, I I think so, too. It still held up from being from 2006. Um, yeah. And our producer, UV in the chat did say this movie did help reform some centers. So that's good. I mean, it probably helped them, like, recalibrate their missions and intention, hopefully. Yeah. But, um, Folks, that's our uh, review on Gridiron Gang. Uh, we hope you all enjoyed this. This is also a Patreon request. So remember, if you sign for Patreon at patreon.com slash minipopcorn, you're able to be part of uh, the chats and Discord, all these things, suggest movies like Gridiron Gang um, for us to review. And, uh, again, it's available. we have various tiers, $2, $5, $10, and $15 tiers. All of it helps the show. Um, and you all know you can follow me at Frodo underscore Blackens on Instagram and Threads. You can follow the show at Medium P Podcast on all social media platforms. And you can go to YouTube.com slash Medium P Podcast. Press that subscribe button so you get alert about all future videos where you can see our ugly mugs as well as celebrity interviews that we do. And, Justin, if people want to follow you, how can they do so, sir? Guys, you can follow me. Check me out at J Brown did it on the socials. But of course, you and all of your friends can go over to patreon.com slash medium popcorn. Two dollars, five dollars, ten dollars, fifteen dollars packages. Tell your uh, friends. That's where, that's where we need you guys. You know, help us, uh, you know, in, in our uh, trek down uh, to Austin for South by Southwest, you know, because we could help use your help on there. And again, that's patreon.com slash medium popcorn. That's right. It ain't or safe a website where you can don't. What? I'm trying to rap exhibit. It ain't safe where I'm from. Niggas are beef. Ain't know the outcome. Uh, are you reading the lyrics off your computer right now? Brandon? No, no. I just went off the dome. Yeah, yeah. You're reading the lyrics. I, I promise. I'm glasses. Not... <laughs> you didn't say nothing the whole time about these glasses. <laughs> I know. I, I didn't want to give you the grasp. <laughs> gotcha. The what? You okay? Oh, boy, everybody. Justin getting old. It's okay. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, you're not gonna understand the story. It's like an inside joke with me and some of my college friends, and I almost said it to you. I was just like, "Ah, oh, I'm just gonna come off like I'm crazy." Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's part of it, of course. It's okay. <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll talk to y'all soon, and have right. a great Super Bowl Sunday. Hopefully, the commercials aren't that bad this year. <laughs> hut hut. We are two niggas spoiling movies. Yeah. Brandon Collins. That's me. And Justin Brown for your moving needs. 
popcorn. Woo! You haven't seen it, well, we're gonna spoil it. Spoil it in your face. That's your warning. Uh. So 